Listeners, we find ourselves in February, the month of love. Why not? I don't mind loving you if you love me. And if you do love me, <laughs> then why not tell everyone you know about the Potter Vision podcast? Uh, tell your mother, your brother, your dad, your cousins, anyone, your friends, your your, your boss. Next time you're up for a review, say like, I don't want a raise, but I'd like you to tell everyone to listen to the Pot of Vision podcast. And if you don't, I will quit. I will quit and I will say terrible things about this company. Not nice, is it? But this is episode 70 and it's a, why, it's a firework of an episode. I'm really proud of this episode. Uh, a lot of fun things going on in it. Um, if you'd like to support the boys even further, you can go to patreon.com forward slash pottervision. There we have so many exclusive podcasts up for grabs. We're talking about the films on there. We're talking about the return to Hogwarts a HBO special. It is great. Honestly, consider me Tony the Tiger because that Patreon exclusive content is great. <laughs> Um, otherwise, the Potter Vision boys are on tour for a full list of tour dates. We're on Denby, on in Wales somewhere, in, on Saturday, if you want to come there. Uh, you can go to pottervision.com. Um, and why not rate the boys five stars on iTunes and Spotify? Leave us a review while you're at it. Hell, have I gone on long enough? Guys, let's just sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 70. to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every seven days, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this virtual man on my screen, Tom Lawrenson, we read a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and then we discuss them in between other such nonsense. This week, we're on episode 70. It's our Platinum Jubilee, and it's actually the same week that Her Majesty the Queen celebrates her Platinum Jubilee. 70 weeks ago, we thought we've got to start this week because we want to coincide with the Queen's Jubilee. We're episode 70. We're on book four, Goblet of Fire, chapter 13, Mad Eye Moody. Tom, are you feeling very patriotic about the Queen's Platinum Jubilee? What does this tell you? Oh, he's doing a three-fingered salute and a little tongue out of his mouth. <laughs> that should be the, he loves uh, the queen. That should be the uh, like the Potter Vision listener secret signal. Yeah. yeah? So if you want yeah. other people to know that you're a Potter Vision listener, three fingers to the forehead, tongue out of the left of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and the eyes going up as well. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, not listening to? Do you? Do you listen to? Mm? <laughs> yeah, because to be honest, I've been doing that to random strangers for years, and uh, they've never said anything. You love it. I love it. But now, <laughs> if we make that symbol, one day you might come across a fellow Pottervision listener. Why not? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> what the world was made for. Yeah. Now, Tom, have you had a? How's your week been? Been busy? It's been all right. Yeah, it's been all right. Um, it's nice. Saw you yesterday. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. And then today, I don't think I've ever told the listeners about this, but uh, maybe some of the listeners already know because maybe I've got some secret people from work who listen. Being oh, yeah. Who, won't, who don't tell me. Possibly. Possibly not. <laughs> um, I was on a duty call post because our building receives a high quantity of posts. Thousands mm. and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of letters a day. Mainly from me. We have to take turns in opening yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've noticed a pattern. Yeah. Anytime I do it, I look round and I'm like, hang on. It seems like they are sending down the most useless people to open letters. <laughs> 
And wouldn't you know... They're looking around, you're thinking, bloody hell, is this the company I keep? I looked, as I was looking around, my final destination, <laughs> I looked in front of myself and there was a window and I could see a reflection of myself and someone had formed a cone out of a big envelope and uh, made the word, written the letter D on the top and placed that on my <laughs> head. <laughs> the old dunce's hat. The teacher made oh. me sit in the corner on a stool and my body turned into that of a donkey. And I went, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a feeling. Yeah. You thought you were there to help the thickies, but actually you are a thickie. I'm a thickie. You should be on the thick table. Here's my wrist officer. Arrest me for I am thick. I'm a thickie officer. <laughs> Take the sticky under your custody, officer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> is it a crime to be as a thicky officer? <laughs> <laughs> so they don't send any of the uh any of the top performers down to the post. Hey, not often. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Cheers to that, Tom, and to any of your colleagues that might be listening. Now I'm very excited because I'm uh Usually it's you that hosts this online uh, podcast recording software that we're trying out, but it's me this time, and there's a few features I can try that I didn't know were possible. Yeah, I never bothered with them, because I thought it was dumb. <laughs> hey, well, let's try some dumb things. Hey, welcome to the Potvision Podcast. Hey, do you like this? <laughs> Get you going for listening. Oh, what are they going to talk about this week? Hey, oh, and it fades out. Hey, what about this? Tom, what are you giving the chapter this week? How many stars? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that was good, wasn't it? I thought that would be more dramatic. That's a dramatic piano. It was just sad. Mm. What about this, Fredwig's droppings? Fredwig. Was that just... Hey, it's just for a joke. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Come on, Tom. What? Humor me. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock. <laughs> right, and then final one I'm going to press <laughs> is called Ballpark. Charge. Hey, you could play that when I get one right in the quiz. No. Well, I can. I can't play any of those. Not on this side. Oh no! Yeah, you're not. You're not going to do a joke with me. What do you want? Knock knock. Oh, I've got a joke. Go on um, then. Coronation chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it's great. Fun. <laughs> that worked hey, great. The, the thing. I, and if anyone wants be... to know, that joke was written by me. It's mine. Anyway, go on. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom let me perform it for about five years, and then he decided to uh, take it back, claim ownership, didn't you? But, uh, no, it's one of Lucas's. I can't take that off him. It's all he's got. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very exciting. Now, I didn't really have a story, and because I thought we were going to record two episodes last, well, yesterday, I said, just talk about recording two episodes, but uh, we didn't. Mm. Good, isn't it? I went out for afternoon tea with my sister Alice today. She picked me up and she brought her baby. Oh, lovely. Baby was uh, a bit restless, did a bit of yeah, crying. Yeah. We went to John Lewis, had some oh. ucky yucky pucky cake. The cake was bad. What type of cake was it? It was like chocolate with, yeah. you think, how can you up chocolate? It's exactly, sick. how can you? Uh, so I go, uh, I go to the counter, and uh, I go, I go. Can I have a slice of that chocolate cake, please? Whenever I'm talking yeah. to a member of staff behind the counter, I always make sure to be so clear because yeah. I don't know. Sometimes things get like lost in translation. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't understand me. Sometimes thick people work behind the counter. It, we can't deny it. Anyone so, who's offended by that, it's the truth. I go in, I go, I'm at this counter in John Lewis, the cafe, yeah. and I go, um, the guy looks at me as if to take my order, and I go, please, can I have a slice of that chocolate cake, please? There is <laughs> yeah. one chocolate cake there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everything else, his little tarts and stuff. And he goes, uh, he goes, 
this one? <laughs> Points <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. And so he gives me, I see him, the, I'm not going to use it, but what a C, what an absolute flying C. Yeah, 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 yeah. He picks the smallest slice. Oh, come on. Slaps it on a plate, gives me the fork, and I'm like, what's this? One fork per cake? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, why can't customer get their own cutlery? Yeah, John yeah, Lewis yeah. are doing customer, no cutlery they get. John Lewis hand them over, right? Yeah. So then I go get my go get some uh, pots of tea, and then I go and pay. It's like IKEA style. You take your tray yeah. up to the man, and then he like tots it all up, right? Yeah. I'm going to share this piece of cake with my sister, yeah. And I yeah. go, to, I go to the man. I go, excuse me. Uh, where can I get another fork? I said it so clear like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clear. Man looks at my looks at the cake, <laughs> and he sees there's a fork already there, and he's like, <laughs> Yeah. He goes another fork like that, <laughs> and I go, yeah. Yes, please. I'd like another one. And he's yeah. like, Ugh. and he has to run behind the scenes to get a fork. It's not as if there was no forks, like, you know, there was like out of forks in like yeah, the yeah, receptacle yeah. area. Yeah. Forks are off limits to, to customers. You have to ask for them. Where am I? Am I in Guantanamo yeah. Bay? Am I in some like, <laughs> am I a prisoner of war? Why can't I get my own fork? But we need to boycott John Lewis until they decide to make forks freely available to the customers. Let me tell you something. Cake was bad. Uh, yeah. It was one of them cakes, you know, in these times where you keep eating, uh, even though it's bad. You just, oh, know, yeah, you just yeah. keep eating more. You know, like a cake that, I don't know, it's for people with no dignity. I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but because I always feel if, like, I've paid for something, I feel like, oh, I've paid for this now, I should eat it. And I'm there struggling through an awful meal because I don't want to waste it or offend anybody or waste the mm. money. Mm-mm-mm. Except, oh, except, yeah. I got you come around my house yesterday. I go, would you like a can of Coke, pal? And you up to your old tricks. You go, yes, please. He sits the old podcast, not having a sip. And then I pick his can up at the end. He's not had a drop. I go, what are you doing to me? He goes, I'll take it on with me. <laughs> I go, listen, hey, pal, I'm not yeah. doing your grocery shopping. If I'm giving you something, you have it here. You're not taking bits home. I'll have a pack of crisps, iceberg lettuce, <laughs> loaf of bread. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I've got all my bits now. That's nice, isn't it? If you come round to mine and you pick up the iceberg lettuce, you're eating yeah. it all in front of me. In future, oh, I'm putting my foot lettuce. down. I'm putting my foot down. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But you might be glad to know I finished that can of Coke now. Add it over the course of yesterday and today. Way! Seaward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. I hope that, that could be an option, couldn't it? <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I've got no stories because uh, it's only been a day since I've seen you. But I thought I don't think I told this story at the time because I was still working at the, the place that the story's about. But I'm not working there anymore. I might have told you this in private, but I can tell the listeners, can't you I? You can tell the listeners about his unfair dismissal. My unfair <laughs> dismissal. Now, a few months ago, I won't name the school, but I was working at a, uh, a special needs school, right? Working in a special needs school, and in one As of the all classes... funny stories start. <laughs> and, Lucas, the... for shame, for shame. <laughs> Continue. Right. Thank you, thank you, Nana. So I was working in this school, and in there was there was severe special needs, and one of the kids in the class I was working at was in a chair, uh, like an electric wheelchair, and he couldn't speak and he couldn't swallow things, and uh, he had an oxygen. Uh, tube going into his neck right so anyway he has his own not part of the school but he has his own full-time carer who lives with him and all that kind of stuff right so anyway one day they have to go outside right so the carer goes right go on off you go outside and to wind her up he goes the opposite way on purpose with the wheelchair right 
So she goes, he's always winding me up. (laughs) We wind each other up, don't we? And at that point, this woman removes the oxygen tube from his neck, starts waving it at his face and goes, na, 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 and then puts it back in his neck. (laughs) And he couldn't breathe. (laughs) And she puts it back in his neck and then he starts pissing himself laughing. I tell you what, sometimes I think you're one for pranks, but you are nothing compared to that woman. What a prank. Imagine doing that on Impractical Jokers. They'd cancel the show. What a prank. What a prank. I couldn't believe it. And singing na 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 na, (laughs) waving it around in his face. And he loved it. (laughs) He loved it. (laughs) He loved it, everyone. Everyone. He loved it. <laughs> so yeah, I just remembered that story because it came up today at my new job and then I thought, hey, I might tell Tom that now we don't work there. Brilliant. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Taking oxygen tube from a boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, hurry along now, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, are you ready for a chapter 13 and looking for some rundown? Give us that rundown, you dirty bastard. <laughs> oh, I will oblige. <laughs> it's chapter 13. Mad Eye Moody. Everybody's back in lessons. They've got. Uh, herbology, they've got care of magical creatures, where they've got blow-up creatures <laughs> that they're playing with. They're having a ball of a time. They're having mm. good fun. And uh, they have divination as well. Professor Trelawney is once again predicting Harry's death, demise. It's a barrel of laughs. She's anyway, not, she? next thing, they're out in the corridor and Draco Malfoy's got a big newspaper article, and he's like, ha, 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 Ron, your dad's in the newspaper. Look at this. They've spelt his name wrong. They're calling him Arnold Weasley. <laughs> but they're saying he's messing up at the ministry. Hardy, hardy, ha. Next thing, uh, <laughs> Malfoy has a go at Ron's mum for being fat. <clears throat> then Harry has a go at Malfoy's mum for having a stuffy face. Malfoy tries to hit Harry with a curse. He misses. And next <laughs> thing, Mad-Eye Moody turns up and turns Malfoy into a ferret. Oh. Not only that, he's got him levitating, dancing up and down. And McGonagall is furious. You can't do that to a student. And it breaks your heart, off. And that's And that's it. Mad-Eye Moody. Bloody hell, Mad-Eye they've got him on Moody. Thursday. They're excited. <laughs> what a start. What a chapter. What a chapter. Yeah. We're back. New timetables. We're back. <laughs> I used to love getting my timetable for school. Bet you did. Just you knew what the year was going to look like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's all the lessons I do right in front of me. <laughs> hey, we've got maths this year. <laughs> yeah. No, but it no, but it always used to set me up because I'd be like, right, Tuesday's the bad day. I can get over that. Friday's good. We like Friday. I remember thinking them daft things. Yeah. Like a bad day. Oh, not Tuesday, science. Man. Oh, can you Geography? believe the Thursday we've got this year? <laughs> <laughs> Never had that in year nine. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, kids? Get a life. This chapter, like, again, goes into Neville, right? A lot of Neville focus on this chapter. So Neville's walking up the stairs and he, what does he do? He stands on a wrong thingy. Was that in the last chapter? I think that was in the last chapter, but we didn't mention it, so mention it. What does he do in this one? Oh, he's a big daft lad, doesn't he? Right. Stop going on about him. (laughs) I know. Because they're just like, oh, he's just there to be laughed at, apparently, the poor the poor lad. And the year starts like any other. Two lessons in this chapter. First we get one, then we get another, right? Yeah. We go, <laughs> what is it, Madame Sprout? And oh, she's growing yeah. thick black slugs, and uh, you'll collect the pus. 
I feel like they're just making things up now. Well, the name of these, they're called Booba Tubers. <laughs> Pardon? Excuse and me. And you have to squeeze <laughs> out the pus. Excuse me, Father. <laughs> Excuse me. What did you do at school today? Oh, well, I was squeezing these big booba tubers. What? <laughs> it was pussy. What? Come on. Oh, he's got pus coming out of him. Come Disgusting. on. You're a cheeky boy, you are. I'm not the one writing booba tubers into a book. This is a family podcast. People sit around listening to this with their kids. <laughs> They don't hear you well, saying booba tuba and then puss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading what's in the book. Grandad, grandad, what did the old man on the podcast say? Oh, I don't want to explain that. And what did the young man say? He told him off for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how come you're the young man? Listen to this. Right. <laughs> These booba tubers also smell like petrol, right? Oh, it's not nice, and is it? They're a great treatment for acne. Once again, we're getting reminded that these kids are getting older. Hey, did you think that Ron and Harry's face were crystal clear? <laughs> Ain't no clearer sill in the wizarding world. We got booba tuba. And also, <laughs> Harry fancies Cho Chang. Harry fancies Cho Chang. We've got booba tubas. Harry's horny. <laughs> He's yeah. spotty. I want you to imagine a horny, spotty boy covered in blackheads. Can you do that, please? Thank you. Booba tubers. Back to Hagrid's cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are we learning about here? Blast-ended scroots. Blast-ended scroots. Blast-ended scroots. <laughs> Blast-ended scroots are a weird little creature that even Hagrid seems to know nothing about. Um, they explode, they bite, they suck, they pinch. Oof. And Hagrid has decided that um, it is a class project to everyone to look after one from birth to adulthood. Malfoy's questioning, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, fairly. Why are we doing, doing this? this? Hagrid doesn't have an answer. He says, "We'll find out about that next lesson." <laughs> All right, go on. Yeah, me and you are a pair of ignoramuses, right? Because hey, we don't were, drag we me were... into that old timer. A bloody will, young buck. <laughs> me and you were wandering around the Forbidden Forest experience, right? Yeah. And we're seeing a, a hippogriff. We're like, wow, we remember that, don't we? We're seeing, uh, um, what else do we see? We see fairies. We remember fairies. We've got Aragog, right? Grope. Grope, right. We, t- <laughs> we turn up to the bit that's got blast-ended scroots in it. And we're like, oh, these must be from the Fantastic Beasts films. Well, they're in these books. You just don't bloody know about them. They're in these books. Listeners. Daft lads. The pigs are walking on their hind legs. They're in these books. No wonder we're sorting out the post. Once again, we're like... (laughs) Do you know what you're like at your work doing that? What? Buddy the elf. (laughs) He gets sent to the mailroom, doesn't he, when he can't do the work? (laughs) Yeah. What a mean thing to say to your (laughs) co-host. But once again, we're <laughs> setting up uh, Malfoy to be a villain yeah. simply for questioning, being inquisitive about the lessons that are put onto him. Yeah. Why yeah. are we learning about these things that, like, you know, why are we having to mind them? And then Hermione jumps to Hagrid's, like, you know, uh, defense. defense and starts, like, defending it. But it's just daft. Like, why are we messing around with these organic Tamagotchis? Well, you're right. And, like, you don't know anything about them, so we should definitely not be doing fourth-year lessons mm. with them. Like, if anything, I can imagine maybe sixth form being like, hey, let's try this out. You're old enough now. You can try out these creatures I know nothing about. Come on. Where's the... <laughs> we ask this every time we read about a lesson of his. Where's the syllabus? He's not thought it through. What's no. He's not thought, what's that? What's my homework? Breastfeed a rat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. That's a good idea. Yeah, do that. Breastfeed a rat. But like, he didn't even know what the what the. I reckon those ones are males. You reckon? You reckon? Yeah. Where's your confidence? 
Like, where, where's he getting them from? Is he like wandering around a pet shop? Excuse mm. me, sir. Are you interested in buying a pet today? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I teach about animals. Uh, what are those? Blast-ended scroots. I'll have them. Ever dealt with them before? Nope. <laughs> Do you want our little guidebook? Nope. Just let the kids have a go. Right. All right. It's £5.50, please. You can keep the change. <laughs> that was £5.50 exact, sir. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you just handed me a bag of crisps. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like Hagrid, you've had all summer. This is the first lesson back, and you've not done any research whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think man's not got a syllabus. I think the uh, he's not got lessons plans from uh, his like predecessor, or he's going. Yeah. Oh, I don't need them. I'll go off on my own. A blast. <laughs> he's just throwing a dart at like I don't know, Fantastic Beast, and going. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> right, kids, pick a number between one and seventy. <laughs> Ooh, I guess it's dragons this week. After this lesson on blast ended scroots, they yep. go away to have lunch in the Great Hall. Lovely. Lamb and potatoes. Lamb and potatoes. I'd argue that after the feast last night, that is too heavy of a lunch. <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? I want I want these kids on a soup for lunch, first day back. Yeah. Yes. Do you know a what they offer tea? Do you know what they offer tea? Go on. Beef casserole. And you just know they've had a full English fry up for breakfast as well. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Wasn't that feast this last night amazing? I love last <laughs> night's feast. What have we got this afternoon? Full lamb dinner. <laughs> no, not leftovers. You know, a little finger buffet. No, no, no. <laughs> They'll be falling asleep in lessons. <laughs> oh, Sorry, oh. I had a pint of gravy for lunch. <laughs> oh, why is Potter asleep? Giant Yorkshire. <laughs> Giant Yorkshire. Who, Neville? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, let me tell you they have a beef casserole for dinner as I well. W- Ugh, I would hate to be Mona Myrtle tonight. <laughs> oh, I can smell all three meats. Do you mind? I'm trying to have a cry here. <laughs> I can smell all three meats. <laughs> what the hell? Turkey yesterday, lamb and beef today. <laughs> Somebody's just dumped a casserole on my head. <laughs> Those elves are not being paid enough. Right, lads, uh, we know you've just uh, made the five-course banquet from last night, uh, but can you do us a lamb dinner and a beef casserole by the end of today? And you better have me pan hot in me bed. (laughs) Don't use the same pan. No, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. They just, they must come back twice the size that they went. You know, in the summer, <laughs> I'm putting you on a regime when you come back. <clears throat> Diet, exercise, you're enormous. That's something to finish in school. These have got the, some of the worst manners ever known, these kids. Oh, honestly. If you're spending an entire year away from your parents, seeing your parents for six weeks of the year, Surely you can have some weird standard of manners because you've got no one telling you like what's right, other than like you know teachers giving points and stuff. Yeah, are you insufferable little know-it-all? Like, I know. I mean, and then the confusing like... kids. Oh, actually, if you if you say things right, you're an insufferable little know-it-all. Yeah, I, I'm at school. Okay, I'll just uh, I'll be quiet then. I'll not. Uh, I'm not putting my hand up anymore. Oh, that's done wonders for me confidence, Snape. How about how about I just give up? <laughs> I know, honestly. <clears throat> and on about those dinners as well, like losing your manners. There's no dinner monitors, like watching what they're doing or making sure <laughs> they're being nice or whatever. Like Ron in the banquet was spitting his food all over the table. Dirty like, boy. Spit Harry in the face with some turkey or something. 
Why, why is there not a dinner lady, you know, some part-time nana going, excuse me, you don't do that here. And then yeah, why on. is that not in the book? Yeah. Ron spat some food into Harry's face and then a nana came up to him and said, excuse me, you don't do that here. And he said, okay. And that was that. And they all Come went on. to bed and lived happily ever after in bed. It's a 600-page book. Have we not got room for a part-time nana dinner monitor? Come on! It's fun to say, part-time Nana Dinner Manager. They go off to Madame Trelawney's lesson. Oh, they do, don't they, by the way? She says, The thing you dread will indeed come to pass. How cryptic. What do I dread? Uh, Somebody sleeping in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Is Is that what you're worried about? My biggest fears is either someone getting in my car or someone getting in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather someone in my car, I think. Would you? Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But imagine you get back to your car and someone's had a kip in it or like someone's done a wee in it. Oh, yeah. I'm just imagining those films, you know, when someone's sat in the car and then suddenly a bit of string wire comes over their head and gets them round the throat. I love those films. Oh, I love them films. Do you? I love them films when that <laughs> happens. After that happens, I just turn it off. I go, it can't get better from here. That was obviously the ending, because how could a film end better than that? Honestly, back in the old days when we had blockbuster video, I'd go down, they go, what would you like? Would it be a comedy? Do you want a romance sci-fi? I said, hey, have you got any string wire strangling a car film? I want to see one of them. I'll do that to you if you'd like. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. I'll get them to back of your car, and then yeah, yeah. I will uh, give you a good uh, killing. <laughs> That'd be lovely. Don't tell me about it in advance. It's the surprise that I want. What do you dread that will come to pass? Oh, is that a question to me or the listeners? You. To listeners me. don't have microphones, and it's pre-recorded. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I dread... Uh... You don't like me to be sad, do you? I dread. Uh, <laughs> room full of moths. <laughs> room full of moths. Well, it's going to come to pass, dear friend. Yeah, it's going to happen. Room full of moths. I dread being shouted at by uh, a stranger. I don't like being shouted at. Oh, don't shout at me. I'm dear. scared. Yeah, I don't like any kind of... Uh, Aggro, and if it's with a stranger, it's like, well, I don't know who you are. Sometimes I build myself of? up for it if I think there's going to be some uh, aggro. I start, like, I start mm. geeing myself up. Oh yeah, getting like getting pumped for the match. Like I was in a Sainsbury's today, and I was expecting for some reason in my head, I got it in my head that someone was going to start screaming at me, and I was like, well, when they do, <laughs> I will intimidate them. I will go twice as crazy. They won't oh know who God. I am, and so I will scare them. That's what I'll do when someone tries to intimidate me. <laughs> I want to know how that would play out, right? Imagine you're in Sainsbury's, right? Yeah. I'm coming up to you. Go on. I want that yoghurt. Who are you? Get back. Get, get away from me. Look at you. You're nothing. You're nobody. I'll push you over to the ground. All right. I'll just have a creme fraiche. <laughs> That worked. I was intimidated. I came at you ready for a fight. And you knocked me down like a, a, a ton of feathers. Like a ton of feathers? Like a ton of feathers. That's a phrase, isn't it? He knocked, knocked me down like a ton of bricks, I mean. I knocked him down like a ton of feathers. <laughs> Good, isn't it? Oh, the, the phrases you get to hear on the Vision podcast that will never be said again. I wouldn't say you're a ton of bricks. I wouldn't say you're a ton of feathers. You are somewhere in between. Like knocking you down like a ton of polyester. Like a ton of polyester. Yeah. What more could you want? So, yeah, she says, what you dread is going to come true. And now I think, Ron's seeing me dream. Mm. Oh, you haven't (laughs) seen it, have you, Ron? It was naughty. Enough of that now. 
Trelawney is getting irritated at Harry not hanging on her every word. So she goes to ask Harry something and he'd clearly yeah. not been paying attention and she's like furious. I can't stand when people do that to me. People do it to me all the time, right? Mm. I've, it's not that I've not been listening to you. It's that I've never been listening. Right. So if you start talking, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't listening before you started talking. Yeah. So it can get to like, you know, a few minutes in and I'll be like, talking to me, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> Got something to get off your chest, have you? Well, uh, you should have told me that a while ago. You should have like come up to me and gone, hey, yeah. got something to tell you. <laughs> it's not enough to be making eye contact and using your name in conversation. <laughs> you have to warn him in advance. I give Tom a five-minute heads up normally if I need him to listen. If it's say, important. My uh, yeah. my mum rarely listens to the podcast, but she listened to one the other day because I sent her a video of it. She watched it with my yeah. dad. And she, I was on the phone to her afterwards, and she was like, oh, I couldn't relate to that more. That bit you said about having selective hearing. She goes, I can't listen either. People talk <laughs> to me, and I just I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe you had it passed down. It's a genetic condition, selective hearing from your mum. I think so. Or mm. I've inherited her a tendency to attract boring company. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's got to be a genetic trait, hasn't it? <laughs> Attracting bores. <laughs> what a snore. Now, yeah. Ron, you must have written down what Ron says at one point when he's taking the mickey out of these divination lessons. What does he say? So he's looking in a ball and he goes, Ooh. oh, no, they're looking at the moon and the planets, aren't they? And he looks into Neptune and he's having a joke and he goes, oh, these moons, it's oh, a yeah. sure sign that a midget in glasses is being born. Out. <laughs> Get out. You're not coming back this lesson. Talking about that. I don't get that joke. I don't know. I think he's just trying to get a laugh out of saying midget. So what, what does he say again? He goes, it is a sure sign that a midget in glasses is being born. What? I is? think he's they're looking at ne the planets. Oh, he's just saying random words. He's just saying like, oh, he's just predicting a random thing. But is like it... you, it's shit. We think it's sh not like you. No, I, was <laughs> I didn't mean that. 70 like... episodes in to the Pop Vision podcast, he finally <laughs> gets it off his chest. <laughs> Well, and you, this is what I'm shit. trying to tell you, listeners. Like Tom, Ron is shit. I've never <laughs> liked a single thing he's ever said. He doesn't put any effort. He just shock value, shock value, shock value. One thing after the other. Uh, just tone it back a bit, lad. Think about what you're going to say. I apologise to Tom. I apologise to the listeners. I misspoke. I mean, like you... I think the joke is shit, and I think he thinks the joke is shit. <laughs> so he's decided to add in the word midget to make it funnier for some reason. But that is not where it stops, right? Nope. Is it Lavender? Oh, my God. Lavender Brown, yeah. Lavender Brown is having a look at the planet Uranus, yeah? Yes. And Ron says, hey, can I see your anus as well? Let me get a look at your anus. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, have a cold shower. <laughs> also, Ron, we know it's a pun, but you do not need to direct that at a student <laughs> in your class. Have a joke with Harry about that. You, Lavender Brown. You, show me your anus. <laughs> like, I'm imagining... You know, like Ron and Hermione get together at the end, like their wedding day. I'm imagining Lavender Brown sat in the church watching the vows, whispering to her new husband, he wants asked to see my anus. <laughs> he what? I know no one talks about it now because he's a hero, but he asked, jokingly, but he did, if he could have a look at my anus. Why did he say that? Don't know. 
pun that's or something. A, that is an ex- excellent example how people take things out of context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no mention of Uranus and the planets. Yeah, no, none of that. No pun. He was making a pun. He was being silly. <clears throat> Lavender Brown's going to go away and go, Ron Weasley marched up to me and said, pull your knickers <laughs> down. I want to see your arsehole. That's what he said to me. That's, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, that's what he said. I want him expelled. I want him expelled. I want, I want, I want him gone. I want him gone. No, 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 no. Either you go or I get my dad. <laughs> well, Miss Brown, I tend to think it was quite funny. Dumbledore. Don't like this. <laughs> Can I have it? No. Can I have it? I'm leaving. I'll show you my inner thigh. I've got a tattoo of the London Underground, you know. Once again, Arthur Weasley is in the paper. He's in the paper? He's like, he's like, isn't it, girl? He's the Kate Moss of the wizarding world. Honestly, he's the, Ka- <laughs> he's the Kate Moss of the wizarding world. There's no other way to describe it. <laughs> Ooh, oh, what's he done goodness. this week? Have you, heard what, Anything, yeah. have you heard what Arthur Weasley said? He said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing, because they only read the Daily Prophet, but what other publications is he in? Is he in the Magician's <laughs> edition of Closer magazine, showing off his home? Oh, this is me and me seven kids. How are we getting on? He's in Take a Break, giving out all his tips on how to, like, I don't know, maximise useless items in your house. You can use this milk jug to collect water at the bottom of your shower and use it to water your plants. <laughs> He's Thank giving you, out Arthur. an advice column on the local Sunday supplement on <laughs> how to be a bad husband. <laughs> Stay in your garage, lads. Stay in your garage, mess about with your cars, and always be at work. He's definitely won the son's shagger of the year, hasn't he? The amount of kids he's got. <laughs> definitely. It went, who did it go? It went, Russell Brand, Ollie Murs, <laughs> Arthur Weasley. Is that a genuinely thing? genuine thing, shagger of the year? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who won it? Russell Brand? Yeah, and I think Ollie Murs. Shagger Mers. of the year? Or some well, that's just based person. on rumours. <laughs> I because they always saw him falling out of a cab with a local... Local? <laughs> a, a woman, local lady. A person that he... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or people leaving his house in the morning and they put two and two together. Naughty Russell Brand. Draco Malfoy is reading a whole article out right and people are stood around listening this lad really has the personality that this school needs right no wonder he's the most popular boy yeah he can draw what what charisma that he can hold people's attention while reading something out i struggle on stage holding people's attention doing my best stuff honestly this guy has got 30 young people Wrapped, absolutely engrossed, hanging on his every word. <laughs> he's an orator of our times. Yeah. He's got it all. He's got the drawl, he's got the inflection, he's got the vocabulary, he's got the sources. Mm. Amazing, amazing. But, uh, he can deliver, right? And he likes yeah. having it. The boy doesn't take himself too seriously. He likes having a laugh. That is what you want in a public speaker. Yeah. Not too seriously, but. Delivering a point. Great public speakers of our time. First one that comes to my head, Obama. Obama. I love giving speeches. Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But Obama also had a great, like, you know, great sense of humor. Yes, he did. He's on the Ellen show, he's dancing. Dead. He's like, you know, messing about. He's like playing basketball. Swish, swish. Swish, swish in the net. (laughs) (laughs) It's Obama. It's Obama. It's Obama. He loves giving speeches. It's Obama. And what I'm trying to say is Draco Malfoy, they are one in the same, aren't they? I've always thought he's the, the exact same person as Obama. Draco Malfoy could 
easily be, I don't know, whether Fudge's job is, you know, king of the ministry. <laughs> He's king of the ministry. Let's see what the king's up to today. You all right, Fudge? Oh, he's there. He's eating a turkey leg. He's got six <laughs> wives. It's Fudge, king of the ministry. <laughs> I'm Fudge. I like having six wives. I'm Fudge. <laughs> Divorce beheaded of Adicadavrid. Divorce beheaded Cruciatus. So if you don't know, uh, Draco is reading out this article uh, if you don't remember from another rundown, Drake was reading out this article about Daddy Weasley, isn't he? Yeah, Big Daddy W. Making the making fun of him. All right. And yeah. uh, even, is there a photo of the house in the uh, paper as well? Yeah, and Mrs. Weasley's in it. Because that's why he makes a nasty comment about her weight. Yeah, he makes a nasty... <laughs> he makes a nasty comment about her weight, but that which causes Harry to launch into an attack on uh, on Malfoy. On on yeah. Mummy Malfoy, he goes, uh, "Your mother Malfoy." That expression she's got, like she's got dung under her nose. <laughs> like, again, like hardly shaggable is she? Who could ever be with such a woman with that expression? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, but like, what is he actually saying? Like, oh, Ron's mum's fat. Yeah, well, your mum was sad. Think about that from <laughs> from Draco's perspective. Yeah. yeah. You then go, I'd be like, whoa, hang on. You've seen my mother once. You had a look at her face and you put that image together in your head. You've had that sentence in your head before and now you've decided to say it. Like, why yeah. are you dwelling on the face of my mother? Yeah. He's out, he's out of order, Harry, in my opinion. He's out of order. 100%. Like, he's he even, out of order. He doesn't even know Mummy Malfoy. Why is he getting involved? Yeah. Know someone before you have a go about them. And it's hardly an equal insult, like, is it? Your mother's no. fat. Well, your mother's judgmental. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> is she? Yeah. Well, your mum was unimpressed. What? Yeah, Don't then, tell me my mum looked unimpressed. But then, I suppose, Malfoy did get out of line a bit, right, by casting a spell. I want to know what he was trying to do. At what Harry? That, that's the thing. He cast a spell at Harry behind his back, but it doesn't yeah. say what he was trying to do. Like, yeah. is he all at fault? Was it, you know, maybe it was Alohomora, or maybe it was Oculus Repero. Oh, That'd yeah. have been nice. <laughs> it might not have been Waddy Wazzy. Might have been Waddy Wazzy. Yeah. Is this worth being turned into an animal and tortured for? We don't know. <clears throat> yeah, crazy that suddenly he's been turned into a ferret. Like, because it's immediate as well. Mad-Eye Moody has not even thought for a second what he's going to do to this kid. She's like, right, naughty, ferry. Mm. <laughs> right, naughty. Oh, oh, naughty, ferret you will be. Mm. And then does the spell. Mad-Eye Moody, you've had that cocked and loaded. Right. He's walking naughty. down that corridor. Right, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking right. around going, right, I'm ready. Right, naughty, could have waterboard you now. Right, <laughs> naughty. Bamboo under your fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> right, naughty. Little electric shock. Right, naughty. Ludovago treatment. All his eyelids open and force him to watch people being beated. Huh? Oh, don't want that, Ludovago. Well, that's the only treatment. Do you not have anything else a bit less extreme? <laughs> no, no, it's the only one we offer. <laughs> it's the Ludovago treatment or it's nothing, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit out of order, Madame Moody, losing his cool, wasn't it? On such a sweet teen as well. Yeah, such a sweet little boy. He's just reading the newspaper. In the middle of a performance as well. <laughs> You've interrupted the Malfoy show to turn him into a ferret. I like the idea of interrupting performances, though. You know, like, say, I don't know, street performers. Oh, yeah. I tell you, a lot of people might love them, but I tell you what I hate, street performers. 
Especially um, the ones who like they're really like I don't know. At least to me, they're really like corny. They're like really like you know cheesy. Like they'll stand in a town centre and they'll, be, they'll like sing pop songs, but they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm. Oh my goodness! Mm. I wanted to do a, a series <laughs> of sketches once based on how. They always ruin the meaning of the song by saying thank you. <laughs> like they'll be there. Bolt like I saw a guy out in uh, Manchester the other day. He was bolting out Nessun Dorma, right? Singing Italian. He was bolting out Nessun Dorma. Or belting out, as other people say. <laughs> he was belting out Nessun Dorma in this lovely into the Italian house. Go on. He was belting out Ness and Dorma, this wonderful Italian accent, singing the song. But then he kept saying thank you in a Manchester voice. Thank you. So people give him money. So he'd be like, he said, ah, he said, ah, thanks, mate. <laughs> and he's like, but just sing the song. <laughs> Don't ruin it by saying, oh, cheers, pal. <laughs> Hallelujah. Cheers, love. Hallelujah. Oh, nice one. Hallelujah. Hey, get off that. That's mine, you slag. Hallelujah. Bring him home. Bring him home. And then the idea, like, obviously that really happened, but then the idea was that it would turn into like ridiculous things, like they'd be punching Judy, and then the person would pop their head up and say thanks, ruining the illusion every time. I like the idea of this sketch. I might do it. Hey, <laughs> coronation chicken, and now this. <laughs> oh, McGonagall oh. uses a spell to pick up all of her drop books. Yeah. Lazy, 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 lazy. Bend over, right? Bend over. Let me see Uranus. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. I don't care how old she is. Hands and knees, pick them up. Do you agree? I agree. Come on. If you can't bend down, magic yourself some new knees. Mm. You can pick them books up. Totally. Totally, man. I did enjoy Moody being told off and acting like a teenager that's just like blasé. <laughs> he's, he's turned this kid into a ferret and McGonagall's like, you can't do that to a student. And he's like, all right, give him a detention then. <laughs> but people are loving it. Ron can't wait to have a lesson with him. Fred and George are like, he's so cool. Mr. Moody's cool, isn't he, Gromit? <laughs> Mr. Moody's cool, isn't he, Gromit? <laughs> Cracking ass, moon robots. Hey, Moody loses his cool easy. This is going to be a fun year. Cracking ferret transfiguration, Mr. Moody. <laughs> Did you have a teacher in school that everyone thought was cool or everyone was like, oh, can't wait to have a lesson with that person? All the scally chavs thought the PE teachers were cool. Yeah, yeah. I think the we'll PE teachers about, are cool, they? dear scally chavs. They went to uni. Not so cool now, are they? <laughs> <laughs> listen, kids, they all went to uni. There's oh, no, no cool member of staff. Oh, Mr. Young. Oh, Mr. Young's well good. Oh, is he? Why don't you toss him off then? <laughs> we had a teacher in our school called uh, Mrs. Jones who uh, she used to live near Ryan Giggs and everyone thought, whoa, she's cool. She used to live near Ryan Giggs. That made her cool. But she was quite she was quite laid back, which uh, people like, don't they? Who's the biggest celebrity you've met? Um... Prince Edward, the Queen's son. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Prince Edward? I don't know Prince Edward. It's the Queen's son. How many, is he, how many sons she got? She's got uh, three sons and a daughter. She's got the naughty one. Naughty, she's got naughty, <laughs> Charles. She's got, she's Edward, got naughty. She's got ugly. She's got and girl. Anne. And she's and got, she's got Edward. Is it Edward? Yeah. yeah, Edward, yeah. Isn't that the new prince? No. Well, he is Prince Edward, but he's always been Prince Edward. He's no, Charles' but... brother. 
didn't one of these one of like Harry or the other one call their son Edward? Uh, I don't know. We don't oh. know. Yeah, one of those two maybe. On what Prince Edward does then? Is he is he up to is he up to that mad stuff as well, or is he? No, good? I think because we don't know him, he's probably a good lad. How about when you see is it uh, when you see William on the news, like addressing the nation? You're like, yeah. Can can you put your nan on, please? He's like, this is good. Uh, as uh, people, as a nation, we are all working through this together. Who's that? I know. <laughs> I don't want a crown on that head. <laughs> it's like when somebody from a company rings you up as a kid. They're like, can you put your mum on, please? Is mummy in? <laughs> like that with William. Get Nana back. William's mum is not in. Unfortunately, Diana died. Then you would bring it up, don't you? I feel like every episode you have to bring up that Diana is dead. I've not. You, you do it you, this episode. You do it all the time. And you know what? I resisted bringing up Princess Diana in this episode when you mentioned Arthur <laughs> Weasley being on every newspaper. I was like, oh, like Princess Diana, but I didn't mention it because it's I res- resisted it. It's true or false, right? True or false? Say true, say false. Um, you have newspaper clippings of Diana in your basement, or you did have at one point. False. You did. There's newspapers, oh. newspaper in your basement. No, was... it wasn't in me. Right, hang on. I re- I know what you're on about now. It was, <laughs> this sounds even more sinister. It was hidden in the walls. <laughs> it was not in the basement. It was hidden in the wall behind the brickwork. And exactly. And you of Princess Diana. You're mad. You're insane. I think the old builders left it there because it was uneven. They put a bit of newspaper in there, but it did you have Princess Diana on it. steal from your workplace. You're a thief. You're a crook. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever call anyone a crook. What century is that woman from in that video? You're a crook. That's what Grandpa Joe calls Willy Wonka. You're a crook. You cr- I'm a crook. You're the one wiping your arse over the walls, Grandpa Joe. Have a wash. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one topping and tailing with your son-in-law's <laughs> parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like it's mental that they are like you think oh it's all the grandparents sharing a bed but you think hang on <laughs> they only met each other at their kid's wedding and they're like hey in 20 years we'll share a bed for the rest of our lives yeah how old well, charlie charlie's like nine isn't he yeah <laughs> I, like yeah they must have only known each other about 10 12 years Nice maybe to meet you. Maybe How we should do dead? the Roll Dahl books for the Double Vision episodes. Oh yeah, what the films or the books? <laughs> books or films, whatever. Books or films, whatever. If that's something you'd like to listen to, uh, Patreon followers or normal followers, let us know. The films could be good because yeah, let us know. A bit mad, aren't they? Because yeah, I'd like yeah, I'd like to watch Matilda. Oh, I'll tell you what's a weird film: James and the Giant Peach. Mm. That's a weird Roald Dahl movie. Right. How many uh, middle-aged teachers on all fours are you giving this chapter out of five? Do you know what? I really enjoyed this chapter. I really like the chapters that are in the lessons. I don't know if that's me being boring, but I like the random things they're getting up to. I think it's great. So I enjoyed that a lot. I like we got Professor Sprout back. We got Agrid back. We got Trelawney back. And we get a bit of fun with Draco Malfoy being turned into a ferret. It was a bloody good laugh. So I'm actually going to give this five middle-aged women on their hands and knees out of five. <laughs> Excellent. For me, it was a return to normality. I am exactly where I want to be in these books. The time before the mystery. The time where everyone's just getting stuck in, being little gits to each other. Draco's being a little devil. Uh, Ron is being a pervert. Hagrid is as unprepared (laughs) as ever. And all of a sudden, we have this wild card Mad-Eye Moody uh, Guantanamo Baying the students <laughs> definitely got to give this chapter five middle-aged women on all fours out of five. Yahoo! Right, are you ready for this week's segment quiz? <gasps> yes, quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, quiz. 
Quiz crew, gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz quizy geek, quiz quizy geek, quiz 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 crew. Can I ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas? How well will you do? I will blow you a kiss. <laughs> well, you could get me by starting, did you? Yeah. Question one. What is Harry's least favourite subject? Divination. No. Potions. Oh, bugger it now. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, what puss is good for acne? Boobachuba puss. Correct. How is Molly Weasley described in this chapter by Draco? Oh, um, overweight. Porky. Oh. What did Hermione eat for lunch? Lamb dinner. Lamb and potatoes, correct. What is the last word in this chapter? Oh, see, this is probably about the fourth or fifth time you've asked me this question, and I never learn. Um... <laughs> oh, Thursday. No, it is voice. Oh. Unfortunately, you have, you have lost the quiz. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz 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 Gonna ask you about how about loose. How well will you be do? I blow you a kiss. And now it's time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beat this week? Well, mm. we've just got a nice howler for you to listen to. Oh, yeah. A lovely nice howler. And uh, I've not listened to this before. I hope you'll be able to hear it. Here Off we it. go. Hello, Lucas and Tom. Hope that you're getting on. Is this I'll ask my question in the form of a song and try not to take too long. If all the relationships inside this horny book were slightly changed, how would that look? If Harry got Cho and Hermione was with Cedric and Ron left Crumb, how would that go? Hey, I was imagining that with a big logo coming up. Who was that from? That was from Shelley. Shelley. Hey. (laughs) Right, so who did we have? We had uh, Harry and Cho. What would they look like if they, what they look like? Imagine if they stayed together, got married, had babies. I think they missed a trick putting uh, putting Hermione with Ron. Yeah. I think that's a terrible combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think would suit Hermione a bit more? Harry. Harry. <laughs> Harry. I've Ron Hermione going off. goes with Harry and then Ron goes with Ginny. Just swap them round. <laughs> that's all you needed to do. That's how Weasleys are made, isn't it? We've got to keep them ginger. That's what Weasleys are. So, yeah. Harry, which you think Harry should have been with Hermione? For me, Hermione, just leave both of them. They're nightmares. Mm. Like, meet somebody outside of Hogwarts. Somebody at work. What does she end up doing? Does she end up teaching? She does research, doesn't she, for the ministry or something? I don't know. I think she's the king of the ministry. (laughs) It's the newly crowned Queen of the Ministry. Something like that, yeah. Rightful King of England. (laughs) (laughs) She's a miney the first she is, a miney the first she is. And what did she she say? Ron with Crumb? No, not Ron with Crumb. It was Harry and Cho, Hermione and Cedric, and... Ron with some, maybe Ron with Lavender? I can't remember. Because Ron has a bit of a thing with Lavender Brown, doesn't he? Hang on, yeah. Is that the same Lavender he's just been rude to? I would I would never go out with anyone who wants asked to see my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, oh, I love you, one one. You picky, aren't you? What he said to you. Aren't you picky? <laughs> aren't you picky? I, do you know what? People call me shallow. But I will say, I'll never go out with anyone who asks to see my anus in front of people. <laughs> He's so picky, isn't he? 
Call me shallow. Call me fickle. Oi, beggars can't be choosers. That's not nice, is it? <laughs> you're not a beggar. You're engaged at the age of I'm 21. I'm engaged and I beg Martina to stay with me. I beg <laughs> you. <laughs> there we go. That was it. Edwig's droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We like you very much, don't we? Now, this is just about in time, I think, for you to come and see us in Denby if you want to. We're in Denby on the 12th of February. We're in Leicester on the 16th of February. And we're in Telford on the 25th of February. Now, we've also had a couple of uh, date changes and new dates. So uh, our London date uh, will now be on May the 15th. So if you're free on May the 15th, come and see us in London. And the day after, we've got another show in Brighton because we sold out Brighton. We had lots of people who didn't manage to get a ticket. So we're doing another date in Brighton on the 16th of May. And you can find the tickets at pottervision.com. If you want to support us, we'd love for you to do that too. Patreon.com slash Pottervision. There's bonus episodes recently released as of today. Uh, well, kind of. We're behind, but it will be released the second part of our Return to Hogwarts episode. So you can enjoy listening to that. Otherwise, join us next week for episode 71. And it's chapter 14 of The Goblet of Fire, The Unforgivable Curses. Ooh. Tom, you have been a wonderful co-host, Laurinson. And you have been the ever-so-cheerful Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Motivation. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.